I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Well, hello. What's going on? You found my podcast. You know, it's been a while. You know, yesterday was Thanksgiving. And the best time of a holiday season, a holiday few days, is the day right after, which is today. So it's Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Don't get me wrong. I like Thanksgiving. In fact, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of all the holidays, even Christmas. And I'm going to tell you why. It's the three F's, food, family, and football. And if you like those things, how can you not like Thanksgiving? You don't have to go out and buy people presents, wondering what they want, get on Amazon, do a list, fight the crowd like Christmas and Christmas shopping. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You gather around, you have some grub. It's always my favorite as a kid. And even as a single dad, I take my kids over to my sister's out here at the golf course and I had them every other year. And we went out there and it was all the cousins, my mom, sisters, their husbands if they were in town, or at least her husband. It was great. We ate like kings. It was just great memories. And I, I have nothing but good memories and good things to say about Thanksgiving. All the other holidays, they're balls. What do I care about 4th of July and New Year's? It's... I, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't want to drink my ass off on the holidays. That, that's what people my age have decided to do. It's like holidays, let's get hammered. And I just, I, I can't, I can't see it. I don't do it. Yeah, would you like to have a cocktail occasionally? Yeah. But that's not what we're, what it's all about. It's not what I, I just, I can't, I'm just not into it anymore. Not that I ever was, but even then it's like this, whole thing of cocktails this, cocktails that. I, 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 don't, I don't know. That's what holiday, people do on holidays. They drink their ass off. You go to the lake, you drink your ass off. I don't, don't want to do it. I don't have anything, I don't have anything against it. It's just, I, I'm too, I think I outgrew it. And that's the weird thing. Everybody else my age, it's like they doubled down. Let's party. Their life is over. And so they're just drinking what's left of it away. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I did go to HEB today. And you know what I found out? The day after Thanksgiving is the best day to go to the grocery store. There wasn't anybody there. there were, aisles were clear. The parking lot was not full. And and I have a beef with the HEB. Now, may, they need to start making HEBs with bigger aisles. And they might now, because I go to an old HEB. So the new HEBs probably have bigger aisles. In fact, they have to. Because what they're doing now is you're ordering online and you got these sh personal shoppers and they're not strolling around with a cart like the other shoppers. They're strolling around with a three-shelved, fully, you know, it's not a basket. It is a shelf on wheels. And it's big. And it takes up a lot of space. And there's just not one or two of them. They're in every row. And you, you know what? I... I, that sounds like an awful job, but there's a lot of people doing it. Because you can imagine they probably get stopped a hundred times a day and, and, and get asked, hey, where's so-and-so? 
Well, you know they know where it is. That's all they do all day is run the aisles. But I refuse to ask them. I, I just, I would rather walk around the store like the undead looking for a packet of gravy than go up to one of those personal shoppers and say, hey, hey, do you know where the, the little packets of gravy are? I just can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. I'll find it. I know where most everything is at our HEB anyway. But anyway, they're clogging up the aisles. And, and I've said this before. Uh, people are in their own world. They don't care how the other people around them navigate the world because that's someone else's world. And I will sit there and people are, they're not scooting over on the side of the aisle. They're in the middle of the aisle. They're looking around like, like no one's in the store blocking the way it is. I just want to crack them upside the head with a, with a can of cream corn. It's driving me insane, man. There's something about the grocery store. I need to just start doing it online, but I started going in and I, you know, I, I don't mind going in. I like to look at shit. I might find something cheaper. You know, I want to look at the 10 butters and pick the cheap butter that seems to have the highest quality. I'm not picking margarine. It's going to be butter. So, anyway. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving was good. HEB is a shit show. And, um, let me see. Did anybody call me and wish me happy Thanksgiving? Yeah. My kids. I got a few texts. My buddy Matt Beard sent me a text. Happy Thanksgiving. My buddy Ray called me. You know, both of those guys are premium podcast supporters, by the way. And, uh, God, anybody else? Uh, I got a happy Thanksgiving text from Jill Carlton. I don't even know if she listens to this podcast. She texted me. She's a supporter of my writing and my musings. So, I don't know if any of you guys get on TikTok or Instagram reels. I, I do that occasionally and it's, I don't, I, I guess they know I'm a dude and I'm older because all they want to put in my feed, my curated, what do they call that? Algorithm feed are conspiracy theories and women that want to show their boobs or whatever in bikinis. I'm not against it. I just, I don't, if I like one or if I watch it for four seconds, then my next five in a row are going to be that. And it's like, I don't really care at this point. I'm not going to like your jiggling boob videos. It's not really my thing. Um, if I was younger, maybe, but it's like, yeah, you got boobs. I don't, I don't really care. They're just boobs. But there are a couple videos trends like one of them will say watch to the end and it, because it's long if i see that i'm not waiting immediately it's like yeah i don't have time for that it's not going to be that great anyway and i'm going to sit there and watch it or sometimes we'll say watch for the end and they'll be like psych there's nothing here so i learned my lesson on that and then i started <laughs> there's this guy who went to prison at 18 spent 19 years in prison and got out and he does these reels about like life, what it was like in prison, what it was like to be, to get out of prison and to see things that he'd never seen. And I would, I would watch his videos because they were actually fascinating. 
But I didn't even like hit the like button. But once you watch a man, they keep coming. And now there's a woman, same thing. I was a drug addict and I was in prison and then I got out and this is what it's like. And now it's like, that's all I'm seeing is prison, people in getting out of prison videos. I can't get it off and now I have to just scroll through them. You shouldn't be fed that unless you hit a like button. Just because you watched it for 10 seconds, wait for it. Anyway, uh, I want to give you a little tidbit of information about slippers. You know, my whole life I wasn't a slipper guy. I didn't walk around the house in slippers. I walked around the house barefoot, and if it was cold, put on some socks. But here's the thing. Now I'm older, socks can be slippery, and with my chalky chalk, I can't go down. I can't like slip and like fall on a bended knee, bend it way too far than what its stiffness limit allows. I'm a slipper guy now. I've been a slipper guy for, well, I'll tell you how long, three slippers. I just bought my third pair of slippers. So I've worn out two pair. Well, I've had it a little while. So I, I bought a pair of slippers, wore them out. And they weren't that great. Bought another pair of slippers, wore them out. I'm on my third pair of slippers. So those slippers probably last me, I don't know, maybe a couple years a piece. So what, so we're talking about five, six years of slipperdom. So I'm just going to say, if you go get slippers, don't chintzy around on slippers. Don't buy the cheap, spend the money, buy quality slippers. I recommend deer foams. Just go to deerfoams.com and get your slippers. I know what size, I get extra large, maybe extra, extra large. So I guess I don't know my size. It's, you know, it's, it, it's in my history because I have an, a deer foam account apparently because I bought them once. I had to stop getting, I had to stop this, the emails. You know, I don't know how you make a lot of money on slippers, but once you sell a dude slippers, it's gonna be a while. It's kinda like jeans. A pair of jeans last me eight, 10 years, unless I get fat or skinny or I grow, I suppose. Anyway, just take my word for it. Get some deer foams, they got, they're cozy. If they get dirty, throw them in the washer and dryer. You can't do that too many times, man. They'll, they'll, I can't stand up to that. You can do, you can wash them about once every four months. Now, I like to wear socks in my slippers so it's not sweaty and nasty in the slipper because if you do that and you smell a slipper, it's like ass. You you will gag. So wear, wear a sock, put it in the deer foam, be cozy. I have them by my bed. I have them by my bed. You know, if I have to let the dogs out in the middle of the night, and then I have to pee myself. I'm just gonna pee with the dogs. It's easier that way, and I have slippers. So, anyway, these are all life hacks. Life hacks. You know the one life hack that I learned is you know when you go to a hotel and the um, they have hangers, but the hangers aren't like hangers you can steal, so they're like, have a weird hook on them. But the pant hanger that has the clips, I take that hanger over to the drapes and I clip the two drapes together so there's no way there's a little seam of light coming through in the morning. And it works. I saw that on something and I've done it every time I've been in a hotel since. Because there's no way you can, you can, you can get that crease all the way. And then light's coming in. I want it dark as a freaking cave in there. 
I want it as dark as possible. I don't want the morn to wake me up because that's not a vacation. I have the morn wake me up every day. If I'm on, if, if I'm on a, in a hotel, especially a fancy one, I'm sleeping until I just naturally wake up and then I'm going to be happy and enjoy my day. Instead of the seam of light, then I know, oh, fuck, it's morning. And then once I wake up and think it's morning, then I got to pee. And then I think, well, should I pee or sit here and be uncomfortable? Because if I get up and pee, then I'm going to be wide awake. If I try to go back to sleep, I can't because I got to pee. All because of a little sliver of light. It's a chain reaction. So just trust me on that. Um, trying. Thanksgiving. Let's go back. I'll tell you about my Thanksgiving. It was originally just Alice and me. And I do want to eat a Thanksgiving meal. But I don't want to cook it. Allison can't cook it. Not, she can make green bean casserole, which is great. It's not even my favorite side. It's like my fourth favorite, third or fourth favorite side. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, max, uh, has to be, that's no, it's, you can't argue that. It has to be there. Rolls, do you consider that a side? I do. And turkey. If I just had those things, I'm fine. I don't need anything else. I don't need cranberry stuff. I don't need green bean casserole, maybe some pie. So we bought instant everything, instant everything, except for the turkey. The turkey, I went down to Smokey Moe's. I got a pound of sliced smoked turkey, like the day before. That's pl that was plenty for four, for four people. Allison's folks ended up coming down. And we had leftovers. That's actually a lot of turkey. A pound of sliced smoked turkey was plenty. Stove top stuffing, probably cost two bucks a box. Instant mashed potatoes. You get a whole box, a couple bucks. She made green bean casserole. That was two cream of mushroom soup cans, four green bean cans and the little sprinkle onions. That was maybe not even 10 bucks. A buck, 86 cents a can for the green beans. Maybe $1.26 for the cream of mushroom. I don't know how much the sprinkles were. I don't even care. And uh, usually I have a, a bottle of a glass jar of Heinz gravy. I always have one or two of those, but we didn't have any. And we're fixing to cook all our instant Thanksgiving. She goes, we don't have any gravy. I said, well, we have to have gravy. Well, we don't have any. I said, yeah, we do. I open up the cupboard and in the back, where the spices are is a plastic container of turkey gravy like powder. You just add water, heat it up. You know what? It was delicious. We even have inst we even had instant gravy. And then Sister Schubert rolls. That whole that that I don't care who you are. If you have a family of four or five, you can do a whole th now the turkey was 15 bucks. Now probably 18. All the sides, another 10. You could have a, a hearty Thanksgiving meal for four people for, for probably 25, 26 bucks. Well, any meal is gonna cost you almost that. You know, if you're having meat. So it was a, is that weird? Everybody else is like making stuff from scratch. But you know, I go into HEB, in fact, I went into Walmart, they had 
end caps full of stovetop stuffing, full of, you know, gravy jars. People probably buy that stuff. All right, guys, you know what time it is? Sure you know what time it is. It's time for the Chalky Chalk Report. Chalky Chalk Report's brought to you by uh, Dr. Paul Berg. Scott and White Group, Georgetown, Texas, Round Rock, Texas. He's going to take care of you. If you have something wrong with your penis or vagina, just go, I have a discharge, he'll write you some antibiotics. If you have a lesion, a boil, a cyst, a rash, a pustule that needs lancing, he's your guy. If you have a runny nose, itchy eyes, he'll take care of you. If you have explosive diarrhea, you know, go someone else. We don't need Paul Berg messing with that shit. Just go, go somebody, go to another doctor. But anyway, he, he's in, he's the sponsor of Shock uh, Shock Report. Chalky Chalk Scale. Guys, the Chalky Chalk uh, Report for today is it's not too bad. My knees are not on fire. They're not swollen. I'm walking just fine. My hip, you know, I sat in a car not too long ago for a long trip there and back. Yeah, I went up to the star. I went up to the wind star one day. Long story. Uh, I did okay. But the, on the way back, my hip was on fire. So the chalk moved to the hip. And it hurt for about three days afterwards from sitting in a car there and back. That's, that's eight hours in a car. Maybe nine. There and back. In one day. And my hip was like, no, sir. So the chalk moved there. The knees, eh, it's okay. Shoulder, a, t- a sprinkling of chalk. Sometimes at night, I'll move my arm funny over my head or under a pillow, and I'll go, ooh, be like a little dog wincing. Ooh. It's like, oh, there's a little, little sprinkling of chalk. And uh, that's no bueno. But the knees, eh, all right. Overall chalk, about a one. I've taken a leave. I quit taking Advil. I'm on a leave now. Sometimes I think I should just get up in the morning, take my vitamin, pop up a leave, and get up and go and have a coffee. So, anyway, we're talking about one stick out of five, so that's pretty good. Chalk out. All right, man. Welcome back. After a rousing and exciting chalk-filled segment. Guys, um, we've all heard of shrinkflation. Shrinkflation? You know, it's... You get a package, it costs the same, but there's less in it. So they're making more money. Well, there's another thing going on. It's called tipflation. So generally, when I see I'm checking out at the register and the register's an iPad, instantly it's like, oh, fuck no. I am already like, no, you suck. I hate... Can we not... Because then it's like, oh, well, we're... We're cashless, which annoys the shit out of me. But the other thing is, even if they're not cashless, there's doesn't need to be tipped. Now listen, I'm not a cheapskate. I tip waiters and waitresses. I'm gonna tip the, if you deliver something to me, like pizza or whatever, you're getting a tip. But if you're if I go to Crumble Cookie 
and I order a cookie and they want me to tip the baker, that's a big no-go zone. Those people, that's their job. They're baking the cookie. The company needs to pay them for baking the cookie, not me. I'd rather you charge me 10% more for a cookie. So, here's my hack. I pay cash. I just pay cash. Now, like I went into Torchies. They always want to tip. And they're not, they're not, they're not waiting on me. I give them my order. They do bring it to me, but then they want me to bust my own table. It's like, now I'm working for you. No tip for you. If you come bust my table, you know, and I'm not working there, it's kind of like checking out at Randall's. I haven't been trained for this. So I, I am not getting sucked into that. So you shouldn't either. Tipflation. All right, last thing of the day. Well, a couple of emails. 90s when they had those wow and they were like good for you because they had some sort of fat substitute I guess to fry it in called Olestra or or lean so you started seeing it in cookies like snack wells those house frows all over the country were scarfing down these snack wells. Google them. They don't even make them anymore. And you know why? Because they were made with this olein, this artificial fat that gave you diarrhea. And it says so right on the right on the label, just like a smoking warning. It'd be like, this may give you anal leakage or loose stools. So quit gobbling that stuff. But that was a thing. God, we just wouldn't put anything into our bodies if we thought it would be okay to eat some 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 snacky snacks and some cakey cakes. Even artificial fat that gave us anal leakage. All right, one one more thing here. I think it's time I start confessing the sins of my youth. Get them off my chest. You know, I'm getting older. I could get hit by a truck, and I'll have to carry those with me forever. So. Maybe it's a new segment, but today's segment is called Mom's Roast Pan. So my mother often would make a roast on Sunday. I loved it. Roast. She'd make the carrots and the potatoes. Sometimes it'd be mashed potatoes. Sometimes it'd be those potatoes that just cooked in with the roast and gravy. Oh, all through high school and college, it was just, I loved it. Even when I was a teacher, I'd go home on weekends. She'd make a roast on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Just the, so delicious. And she used the same pan, this special pan to put it in the oven and cook all of that stuff. And it was pretty good size, probably, I don't know, four quarts. Well, maybe a couple gallons. It was about 12 inches across and about, I don't know, six, eight inches deep. Not cast iron, but kind of like it. Anyway, one day, I had a cousin come to visit me. Cousin Sean. May he rest in peace. And we went out. He was driving my grandfather down to see us. He was dropping him off. He goes, man, I've been in the car with Grandpa for hours. He goes, we got to go out. So we, we went out. And um, we um, partied. 
And I remember we were drinking tequila. Anyway, and one of the few times, against my better judgment, I overserved myself. I knew it was happening while it was happening, and I got sick as a dog. And I remember just at some point just lying down on the kitchen floor. Everybody was asleep. It was probably 2 or 3 in the morning. And I can't stand up to vomit, and it's coming. But there's a, a ki- kitchen cabinet. I open up, pull my mom's roast pan out. I just fill it up with, you know, tart, tangy vomit. And somehow I end up staying the night on the floor. My father, I don't know, 5.36 in the morning, he gets up, he's, he's kicking me. Get up, get up, get up, get, get, get out of here. Take care of yourself. He had never seen me like that before. He, I think he gave me a pass. But I, I took the, the roast pan and I wasn't going to clean it out. I threw it in the bushes in the backyard, thinking, I- I'm not dealing with this. Uh, for one, I wasn't able to. And two, that was my method to solve that problem. The pan, I didn't throw it in the trash. I threw it in the bushes. Why? I don't know. Well, fast forward a week or two, Sunday, it's mom's like, Where's- I can't find my roast pan. <laughs> Looking everywhere, tearing up the cupboards. So, uh, oddly enough, Mom, I know where it is. I go out there. I get the pan. I dumped out the vomit, but it still had some crustaceans. I hose it down, clean as best I can. I give it to my mom, and she uh, she cooks a nice tangy roast for us. I, and I gobble it up. I cleaned it pretty good. It might have had a couple little giblets crusted on the side that got baked in there. I don't know. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. doesn't matter. Tasted good. So I'm confessing that the people that, unbeknownst to them, enjoyed some eh, extra special roast beef. Guys, let's thank our, our sponsors. We've got uh, Matt Beards and, of course, Big Ray up in Michigan. we got Allison, of course, my son Will. Oh, who else we got? Oh, Johnny Schrader, Gray Musavi. Oh... Mariah Johnson. I should write these down, but I, I'm doing it by memory. A little personal touch. Guys, you could be a sponsor for as little as 99 cents a month. I know it's been a while. Hey, uh, you go out there and you uh, you make it a great day. And uh, this is episode 81. Intro music by uh, Brother Joe Freund. Outro music by Brother Mike Flanagan. And uh, until next time, later. Just irritated.